0: Hey, family, welcome to We All Need Each Other, the podcast from Transformation Ministries. Hey, welcome to another episode of We All Need Each Other podcast. I am actually here in my dining room with my favorite guest on the show. My husband, Corey Lance, is here to join us. Um, Corey, thanks for being here.
1: It's great to be here. I, I love Dan and I love Aaron, but you are my favorite host.
0: Nice. Have you ever done a podcast in your dining room?
1: Yes. Really? We did one over there just a couple oh, months ago. Oh, that's true. Yeah. That was us together, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, this is cool. I, just, I hope that people listening can feel like you're just across the table from us. Um, we have coffee in our hands, so hopefully you can just feel like you're a part of this conversation. Um, we didn't plan it super well because whenever I do anything with Corey, he doesn't like to plan. He's not a planner. He is the off-the-cuff, likes to wing things, and I'm not. So usually when I do stuff with him, I'm forced to kind of go off the cuff. So we're just going to – it's just going to be a chill conversation well okay, so I was I would introduce you, but I think a lot of the listeners probably know who you are, what you do. You're a leader at transformation. So why don't you tell us something that people probably don't know about you?
1: Things probably people probably don't know. I love turtle hunting. I love whiteboards. Whiteboards. I love the color blue. I'm I an avid Notre Dame football fan. yeah And a diehard Duke basketball fan. Yes and um i love to write poems that's true and hey you haven't written me one in a while i yeah i need to do that for sure i love i love to make people smile and mm-hmm. make them laugh i think yeah. when people smile and laugh mm-hmm. it just it's just good for themselves but also those around them so true. Um, that's that's a big a big uh, goal for my life is to make people smile and laugh
0: I've seen that firsthand. A lot of people see Corey in, you know, transformation world, but I get to see him as husband and father. And I think the cool thing is that all of those things that you said that you love, you've passed down to our kids. Mm -hmm. So you turtle hunt with our kids. Our kids love turtles. We talked about having a turtle farm at our house. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. But even the sports thing, Duke, basketball, Notre Dame, like, you've passed all of those loves, except for whiteboards. I don't know. I don't know. Kids. Avery
1: likes whiteboards.
0: Maybe you can teach her how to write poems, because we're yeah. not there yeah. Yeah. But she does like
1: whiteboards. you, so. you got to teach her how to spell first. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Homeschooling. Kind of rough. So, anyways, okay, so we, we could, you know, talk about whatever all day. But we are here to talk about some really cool stuff going on at Transformation. Um, it's been, what, two years? Kind of in the process of of happening just some big changes some big growth happening we're so so excited for what God is truly doing um a transformation so we've kind of named this like the deeper campaign Mm -hmm. um and so I just want to hear Corey like your heart like take us back to the very beginning when this whole thing started to get to to fall on your heart and the things that God was kind of processing with you like what was it? Was it like, why did this start? Was it the building was getting too cramped? Were things getting too small? Like why another building for transformation? Mm-hmm. And yeah, what, what was the why behind
1: that? Yeah, it's crazy when you said two years. It's been over two years since wow. this journey started, but it feels like it's been just a week. It's gone so fast, yeah. but it was in spring of 2020 that just in some quiet time with the Lord, God laid on my heart, the, just the word deeper. And I didn't know what that meant. At the time, our staff was thriving. We were unified. We had just doing some great work.
0: And this is in the middle of pandemic, right? No, like, it's kinda
1: of pandemic out. just started. Okay. Just okay. started, yeah. And, uh, but we were just in a sweet spot, you know, we had, we had really developed a good model that was working and, and just a lot of really, really good things happening. Mm -hmm. Kind of at a spot where I was like, we could land here for the next 10 years and I would be, I'd be satisfied with that. Yeah. Um, but God kept saying deeper. I didn't know what it meant. I shared it with you. I said, let's just pray about this. I don't know what this means. Yeah. Um, I remember that. So for the next six months, it was more of a, just a you and I thing Mm -hmm. that we prayed about come fall of 2020 um, I had a conversation with a friend of mine. We just got done running the dunes I'm mm-hmm. uh, in Michigan. We're super tired. I went to grab a cup of coffee. And we just started talking about, I shared with him for the first time kind of what this idea of deeper meant and really started to get clarity on, oh, this is what God means by deeper. Mm-hmm. And really we were focused on at the time, mostly 12 to 18, year old, 6th to 12th graders. Yeah. And we started, uh, God gave us a kind of the clarity of the, during that time of saying, let's go earlier, get yep. them earlier mm-hmm. and stay with them later and kind of give the age range of zero to 25 of um, people
0: that, you know, transformations investing in that
1: we're investing in yeah, and we'll just to continue the holistic approach, but go get them earlier and stay with them a little bit longer. Yep. And uh, obviously to do that, we were going to need some more space. Our space was conducive really for what we were doing. Yeah, If we did anything else, added, added any other elements, we were just going to be completely out of space. We were already just, you know, not all our staff has a desk and right. we have to time things out where we can't have two programs going on at the same time. We have to have one start and then they leave and then the other one come in. Right. And so um, even during the pandemic, we had to go into two different locations for a whole year, Right. just yeah. just limited on space. It was a lot better than houses, but limited on space. And so God started to, as he gave clarity of what this was, investing in zero to 25 year olds holistically mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and also growing kind of, the, the amount of people that we can invest in, we were going to need more space. And yeah. that's that's how the building kind of journey started to happen.
0: Cool. So you get this, and I remember talking about mm-hmm. this with you, and I feel like we're supposed to, and I kept hearing you say, I feel like we're supposed to do more and more, and then it changed to so deeper and deeper, and these words that God gave you along the way. And so that is, so we go back, okay, we need a building. What was your first in your mind? Were you like, did you have an idea? Did you find this building right away? Like, what was your process of finding
1: the building? Yeah, so we, we love our current space, and so it made sense to look around what's around us. And there's two vacant storefronts to the south of us, and then there's a, a bar next to that. And so I started saying, let's just check and see if this, this is available. So we went to the bar owner and said, are you interested in selling? He actually said, yes, we are. Yeah. So then that started the conversation of, like, meeting with them. The, the, the husband and wife um, from the bar. Mm-hmm. And you and I met with them. And at what Remember, sure to... remember the, some of those meetings? They were yeah. late at night?
0: <laughs> well, they were late at night because the bar owner, they were a married couple. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying we need to talk to the wife. Mm-hmm. But she would only come in. Her hours were, what, like 10 to 4 a.m. Yeah. or 11 to 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. or something. And so you and I would have to find a babysitter to come stay at our house while our kids slept. And then mm-hmm. we had to, like, go out. And meet with them at the bar at, like,
1: midnight. Yep. <laughs> and yep.
0: we were always laughing. We are like, hey, we need a babysitter to come over so we can, like, go to the bar.
1: And I was, they loved you.
0: They did. They loved they did. Especially the
1: wife. <laughs> loved you. Thought you That's incredible. why I
0: always had to be with you. Yeah.
1: But, come to find out, we made an offer on the building. And they said, nah, that's way too low. And I said, okay, counter us. And they said, you know, we'll counter you in a week. And this was December of 2020. And um, they ended up never countering us. Right. And we kept asking them. And. They just weren't really ready to really make make the offer. So January of 2021, we said, hey, let's take a step back and let's spend a couple months or as much time as we need to really dream about what the zero to 25-year-old um, you know, ministry model would look like. Mm-hmm. And so we took some time with the staff and some intense dream time with staff, a board, mentors community members, parents, and really started to realize that some, but even more structure to what it would look like, that being an early learning center for zero to five-year-olds. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to look at a mom when she was maybe 16 or 17 that's about to right, have a baby and say, hey, we can support you. Yeah. And not just, we'll support you and, and just help, you know, good luck, hopefully we can be around some, but like we have a structure for you. You can actually have this child and then send the child to the early learning center and it'll be a nurturing caring environment you can go have find a job we'll help you with that yeah and so that's why the early learning center has been such a critical piece mm-hmm. we did start the city Light kids last year which is our k through five program mm-hmm. and that was just with 12 kids and we want to grow that more and more this year i think we're going to have 20 or 30 mm-hmm. but we want to be able to offer that where they can come four or five days a week yeah Right now they're only able to come just a couple days a week. Okay. So doing more for them than we have our, our ISI sixth to twelfth grade program, then we have our alumni program for those who graduate high school and mm-hmm. and and so that's our eighteen to twenty five year olds that we're just trying to support in a whole different way because they have different life situations that come yeah. in their direction.
0: So when you got the it almost felt like the door closed a little bit when the bar owners were not working with you anymore and but you did not take that I mean that wasn't like a a bummer didn't get you down you actually then went and started dreaming more and saying okay if this isn't gonna work god what do you have i know you put deeper on my mind i'm gonna dream for what transformation needs in a perfect world
1: and we we didn't put a time limit on that we spent time doing that but after three months it was like wow we have a pretty good clarity on what we're supposed to be doing for this community about that same time, this same friend that I had told last fall mm-hmm. about this idea of going deeper called me and said, hey, there's a building just right around the corner from your space. It's 21,000 square feet. It's an old warehouse. I said, no way. It
0: was for sale, right?
1: For sale. He said, have you ever seen it? I said, man, I I, I know everything in my neighborhood. I've been here for 12 years. I've driven by all these streets. Well, I've driven by this building probably thousands of times, mm-hmm. but never seen it. It was so overgrown, overgrown. with trees. Yeah. And so... Dan and I, director of operations, who's also an amazing host of this podcast, um, he and I went in the building in March of 2021, and when we got yeah. in there, we kind of looked at each other like, "Dude, this could be it." Yeah. And yeah. it was pretty down. We had it was it had a, it was pretty dilapidated in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. we we kind of had this feeling of this could be the spot. Yeah. And so we ended up bringing in a whole bunch of contractors and and key people to say, "Hey." does this look like possible for us? Yeah. What kind of budget are we looking at? Does it have good enough bones to even to even buy this space? And so mm-hmm. that that checked out. We made an offer in April, 2021. A couple months went down, uh, back and forth of negotiating different things. And we got an amazing deal on a huge building, just two blocks away from our current space. Wow. And we closed on, in June of 2021.
0: So about a year from when God really put that deeper on your heart a year later. The cool thing is, I just want to stop, pause, and focus on this real quick because this is how God has worked Mm -hmm. with us in the past. Um, And there's a lot of examples I could give, but one I think of is the current space we have. We call it the TC, Transformation Center. We almost bought a different building before we got that one, and it's just cool because I think what happens is God gives you a word and you start to follow that and you're like, I think God's calling me to this. And then we have like our size dream mm-hmm. and we're like, oh man, if we could get the bar or if we could get this thing, this would work, this would be perfect. And then God shuts the door and then we think, oh no, what's happening? And then he opens this new door that is way bigger mm-hmm. than what we could have ever dreamed, thought, imagined. It's bigger. It's bigger. And it's actually scarier because it's like, wait a minute, this, the other one felt doable. This one feels out of, out of control, out of my hands. God, you have to show up for this to happen. Mm-hmm. And this has happened multiple times. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's so interesting because if God showed us what the actual kind of end, end game was, I think we be like, that's too big. That's too big. That's yep. crazy. Yes. So if, when we were in the house, mm-hmm. 800 square foot house, and You're then talking we, like back in the Back, last back days. you know, years ago. Yes. And then we were looking at that bank that was very small.
0: Okay, wait. So, yes, it was like when we were in the houses, we were, this is like way back.
1: We were looking at like a bigger house and they were like, no, let's go bigger than that. Let's go a bank, this little bank. Yes. That was so tiny. Mm-hmm. But it was like a commercial piece of property. Right. And yeah. we were a week away from making an offer. Yeah. And then they called and said, hey, it's been bought. And we, and we were I, like, Oh no.
0: I remember sitting in our kitchen looking at each other like, it's over. The dream's over. What are we going to do? I mean, guess we're just going to be in houses forever. You know, ministry will always take place in like 10 different houses. Yeah. And then out of and nowhere, God
1: brought this bigger space, bigger
0: like, space, which we're currently in. Three
1: times bigger than, than, than we the bank. Yes. And, and, and we wouldn't have, if we would have looked at that space early on we would have said this is way too big too much space we can't we can't sustain this we
0: can't raise the money we can't sustain it we can't maintain it just yeah
1: so fast forward to then this building the same thing if God if we would have been like God saying go deeper and then we would have went to this space a couple weeks later Mm -hmm. we would have been like this is insane (laughs) too much no way this is we cannot sustain this can't raise money for this it's huge right but the way God does it is beautiful like you said he just gives us just enough just enough every time so that we keep having that faith. Yep. And and here we are now with this building and we're doing it and there's still just, just enough faith. And I wonder what he's going to do in the future. Like what's this big thing that he has for us that if he showed us now, we'd be like, no way. Yeah. We would feel too much fear. We would just, we It'd would be no
0: overwhelmed. Fear.
1: So it's just cool. It's really cool. It's to like see he how God shines
0: goes. light on that next step. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, I can, I can take this step. And then you take that step and then he shines light on the next step. Like he's very um, gracious and kind as he moves people along in what they're called in. Because you're right. If he shined light on the entire staircase, you'd be like, that is too far of a climb. I can't do it. And so I feel like that's how he's interacted with us. I know that's how he's interacted with so many of his children and followers. And so I love that. Um, So I think one of the biggest things as we get this space, the space is exciting, we realized it's possible, you know, this is a good structure to work with. And then we realized how much money it was going to take to re redo it, which was a big chunk of money. Yeah. How much are we, with the capital campaign, how much are we trying to raise for the building?
1: Yeah, we're trying to raise $4.75 million
0: which the word million has never, Millions. the word million has never entered our vocabulary before. Nope. Um, and so that was a huge, like, how did you feel? Mm. I mean, I know that you, you know, you have enough sense to know it was going to be up there, but how did you I, feel?
1: When we went, when we closed in the building in June of last year, so a year ago, Yeah. we were thinking around two, two and a half million, which was like, Woo! that's going to be a stretch but let's go for it you know our biggest capital campaign at this point had been a half a million Mm -hmm. so that gives a little context to the jump to two and a half million while we started getting to the weeds of things and started dreaming about what the space could be and how to utilize it and just trying not to think about what's what do we need for the next year but what do we need for the next 10 years exactly and so we ended up making the space adding the mezzanine on a second story so it's going to be thirty six thousand square feet and um we're looking at 4.75 4. and yeah the first time i started seeing those numbers creep up there i was like holy cow but every time i was like had this moment of like freak out mm-hmm. as soon as i had that freak out moment i would feel like this overwhelming sense of peace like literally just kind of rushed in my body and it's happened so many times and i know it's god just saying hey just keep having faith but like i i got you mm-hmm. like i got you just just relax yeah i'm in this Mm -hmm. And it's been super affirming because we've seen his hand in this so many times. I mean, one, just through the financial support already. Yeah. Also through people's, people's just excitement about it, the parents' excitement, um, the, the way people showed up for our, our benefit a couple months ago, Mm -hmm. um, just, just the, the volunteers have already come out yeah. and, and given their time and energy and sweat yeah to help with this building the way our contractors have come alongside us and mm-hmm. been phenomenal to work with so yeah there's just story after story after story of God's faithfulness in it so
0: there's definitely I know when you know you're following God and He's calling you to something it's not a cakewalk right it's not it takes a lot of faith we have to you know trust Him we know we can't do things in our own strength. But there's also adversity that comes along. Mm-hmm. And things happen that you're like, wait, what? This shouldn't... And talk about what's been happening currently in the space. It's It's been kind of getting broken mm-hmm. into some. Things are getting stolen. And I feel like that could frustrate us and be like, wait, what in the world? Yeah. But... Talk about that a little yeah, bit. We, and this sign, sign's
1: helped. We've had a lot of break ins because it's, it's an abandoned warehouse building that's been abandoned for years upon years. And I think people are wanting to steal the copper and anything in there that they can scrap and mm-hmm. make some money. So we've had a couple different break ins. Um, more recently, we've had some more high tech break ins where people have stolen some of the electrical stuff on the outside of the building. Mm-hmm. And our staff's been like, man, what are we, what's going on with this? Like, it's why is this happening? It's, it's so frustrating. frustrating. Yeah. Like guys, what do we have to those... do? To, to we're losing money every time this happens, um, but but a couple of things we've, we've done the practical things of getting some some better cameras, some better lighting, some some kind of temporary fencing. We got a sign mm-hmm. that I felt like was very important because it says Transformation Ministries Future Community Center for Youth and Children. We would love for you to be involved. Which and I think, I really think that we've true. never had anyone break in our current space. We've right. Never, never. No vandalism. Right. And we've been here for five years. Right. And so I think people in the community respect transformation. If they know it's ours, yep. there will be a lot of people. This is crazy to some people. I'm sure they're listening. Like, yeah, right. You know, yeah. robbers are robbers. Thieves yeah. are thieves. But if they see its transformation, they'll be like, well, that's like, like my, you know, daughter or son or niece or nephew or is It's connected neighbors. to us friend is going to be as part of that. I don't want to mess with that. They're mm-hmm. doing great work for our community. So mm-hmm. we haven't seen any break-ins since with the signs up. But one of the things that I thought was really cool is like, we just thought about, let's let's just pray for these people. Yeah. So our staff just spends some time just like, let's pray for the people that are breaking in mm-hmm. and uh, let them, let, let's let God bring them to us. If they need help, like mm-hmm. bring them to us so that we can just help them in, in a way that's legal, right. you know? Right. <laughs> so those, but there, there's many of those things along the way. I know, I know. One thing we talk about a lot in our ministry is John ten ten. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but right. Jesus comes to give us life and life to the full, or life of abundance. And uh, I just think the enemy is trying to destroy us a yeah. lot of times, and he's trying to destroy our vision and our plans. Mm-hmm. And he's going to attack our staff. He's going to attack our, our students and our families and our our family. Yeah. And he's going to try to send people stealing stuff or vandalizing. Mm-hmm. It. Like it's just part of the journey of following god and right. so i don't look at it as like this is you know this it's is like oh are we supposed to be doing it? no it's like, it's this just, is a
0: part of it and we can't let
1: that it's just every happens. time it happens i'm like this is part of the journey
0: yeah
1: and let's let's and jesus comes to give us life and right. so let's continue to embrace that side of things but no there is an enemy out there that's mm-hmm. not wanting us to to expand god's kingdom it's off big right <laughs> I just wanted to pause right here and say thank you. Thank you for joining us and
0: being here with us on the We All Need Each Other podcast. If you want to support us, please don't hesitate to stop by our website, www.transformation58.com. Thanks. We all need each other. There's a really cool story that I think of. Um, I know you've told me, so I knew I could bring it up. But um, we have a girl on staff that she was a part of the program. So she came in as a middle schooler. Yeah, a school. seventh
1: grader. 86.
0: Yeah, and um, she went all the way through ISI, she graduated. Um, now she's working on staff for Greater Impact. Um, and so she is, yeah, it's really cool to come full circle. And as you were sharing the vision of the building, mm-hmm. she was really touched. Can you just talk about that? How cool it is? Like a perspective of, I know the parents are so excited. The kids are so excited. What was Yeah, we are sharing the vision,
1: but specifically this is the first time I was sharing the number, our budget number with the staff. And I was like, man, this is a lot of money. What are they going to think? Like, am I not, I'm not getting paid enough. Why are they raising all this money for this? Or, you know. We, we don't even have money for this. And whenever you bring up money, you're a little nervous about how the staff's going to receive it. But this particular staff member who grew up in our programs, and um, she was just kind of like, wait, what? Like 4.75, not for Notre Dame? I said, yeah, not for Notre Dame. She said, not for South, downtown South Bend? I said, no. She's like, for our neighborhood. For my future kids. Yeah for you know my family mm-hmm. in this neighborhood and she was blown away that we would invest that type of money mm-hmm. in her community yeah. and um and money's not invested like this in this community yeah. and so that was really encouraging to see her, her, her kind of respond that way And we've seen other people in the community respond the same way yeah. like wow this is awesome. We're yeah. putting millions of dollars in our neighborhood. Right. And so and that's our, been like a fresh point in our sales to yeah. continue to push forward. It's in hard.
0: our neighborhood, it reaches everyone in South Bend. You know, it's not like, well, we're just here in our little neighborhood of South Bend. Like anyone from South Bend right. can come here. But, but our
1: neighborhood is, there's a lot of vacant storefronts. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look out our current building, well, actually to the right and left of us, is they're vacant. vacant. And then across the street, there's two vacant buildings. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of vacant buildings and, and not, it's not a high traffic area for you know yeah, like commercial thing, stuff, yeah. restaurants and things. Right. So I think hopefully, that's one of the things that when we invest money here, we'll show people we're serious about, you know, investing our resources into this community and hopefully others will, will follow suit with yeah. that.
0: I think one of my favorite things as I look back um, at the process was, it was like cold winter night and we took A lot of the ISI moms Mm -hmm. who we get to hang out with weekly, Um, we took them over the space and we prayed over the space and just hearing their prayers and seeing their joy and excitement for the space and just walking around and getting to dream um, with these moms that have really become some of our closest friends, Mm -hmm. Um, but just seeing, knowing like their kids were going to be here and their grandkids were going to be here and they got to... Dream of like what would I want in this space and like be a part of it. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about you know we're not just acquiring something that's already been used. Like we're getting to really dream and like they're getting to dream and they're getting excited. Mm -hmm. One of our ISI moms, she does things. um, She leads these circles for other parents where they're really getting to share their emotions and like really getting to share like how they're feeling, what God's doing, and process a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff. And she was even saying like, oh, I could. You know, have my circle groups for moms and people here, and mm-hmm. and they were. It was funny because they were finally saying, "Is it time that the parents get a, a spot?" Right. You know, the kids have been getting all the spots, and like you're always doing stuff for the kids. But can the parents have a hangout? Mm-hmm. And we we're like, "Yeah, parent resource center would mm-hmm. be would be awesome." And so it's just been a really really cool process. Um, I'm so excited. It's been just. A lot of faith and a lot of joy in the midst of it um yeah as we start to close up is there anything on your heart left to share is there anything that you feel like people should know about in the coming yeah. i guess kind of like where do we go from here yeah what does it look like where are we at financially yeah that would be yeah currently
1: financially we're sixty-nine thousand dollars away from our what we're calling the starting line because we're realizing the starting line once we get there that's when we can actually do the work that the building is not the finish line. It's the starting line. And so we're five hundred and sixty-nine thousand away. We're trying to do two things. One, we're trying to tell people who've already given who are you know given in the past to just tell one person yeah. about what we're doing. Yeah. And if you're excited about it, tell them with excitement and just let them know that, that there is a need mm-hmm. and, and ask them, invite them if they want to be a part of it. Yeah. I'm um, not a pressure thing, but just tell some people that you know. Um, we're also trying to get more people just just more givers involved. And so mm-hmm. we want to have an army of people who have some skin in the game. And we've had students who've given five, $10. Mm-hmm. Avery, our oldest daughter, is given $20. Yeah. Um, I spoke at a camp down in Arkansas, and a little sixth grade boy came up and gave $20. So mm-hmm. like, all those gifts matter. Yeah. And we want to have an army of people who are giving um, financially, yeah. And so we're trying to get more givers. Don't worry about the amount; every bit of money truly matters to yeah. help us get to the starting line. Mm-hmm. Um, but then continue to tell people about it as well. We've started construction. We're ripping that building, you know, apart right now to get it ready for to kind of the rebuild. And yeah. so it's super exciting. So much action happening down there. Um, we're we're hoping to have this 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 money raised in the next couple months, and so we can start the new year. Uh, ready to go
0: okay so before we do go because i realize this is an important piece when is the when is like the dream to have it ready to go like the hope obviously construction always takes longer than we think but if you had a perfect world when would we be in the building using it
1: yeah so it's august now so a little less than a year from now we expect to be in the building so july august of next year 2023 you expect to be in the building and we want to be ready to go by September 1 with fall programming. Keep in mind that the 36,000 square feet, about 25,000, 26,000 will be mostly finished. Mm-hmm. The other 10,000 will be kind of a phase two as we as we kind of see the needs and, and expand as, as in the years to come. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll, we'll be in it next year at this time. Maybe wow. we'll do a podcast again. Maybe. And just kind of celebrate. In the new building. In the new building. Yeah.
0: So okay, that's awesome. So being in it, that's so exciting. Um, and then you said how much more needs to be raised. You said about five hundred. Five
1: hundred sixty nine thousand dollars.
0: So about a half a million left, Mm -hmm. which is amazing to think. That means that what four 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 million has already been raised. Committed, committed, committed. Yeah, amazing. So so awesome, but it is that half a million left. It does feel like getting over that hump would be a hurdle, would be yeah. like, huge. It
1: still feels like we guys are so faithful raising over a million dollars for us, mm-hmm. but it still feels like how are we going to raise half a million dollars? Right, what right? Where's this money going to come from? Right, that's a big, still so a, so it really feels, a big thing. It, it feels like this constant state of faith, yeah. Um, and so we're, we're, we're going to be there. I know when we get the money, we'll still feel that 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 faith, like mm-hmm. we'll, we'll, what, what are we going to do as we're. As we're expanding and growing, and mm-hmm. how this all going to work, so it's a good spot to be. Yeah, I think to to feel that faith. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it is.
0: And I know you've talked about, you know, we once we finally get the building, then it's maintaining the building, mm-hmm. and it's maintaining staff and needing a couple. We've hired a couple more staff mm-hmm. that we know as we get in this new space. We need, and so yeah, yeah. it's like it keeps going. Mm-hmm. The journey keeps going, and. We're just excited. I know personally from my experience, bringing people in, um, not just financially, like any ways that people are volunteering or giving towards it. It just feels like we're all in this huge family Mm -hmm. of God and we're all needed. Mm -hmm. This podcast is called We All Need Each Other. We truly all need each other and we all play different roles, whether people are bringing up food or mentoring or they're a staff member Or they are giving financially. And I've seen people sacrifice. Like it's not, we don't take it lightly when people give a lot of money. We are so humbled that they would sacrifice what God's given them and believe in what he's doing here. I mean, it's a really big deal. And so
1: it's crazy to see how people hear from God. And then move into like a, an action step to support the work that we're doing here in South Bend. Yes. It's unbelievable. And you mentioned all the different ways, but people are giving their time, talents, and treasures to invest in our in our community. Yeah. I mean it's it's one of the most humbling, amazing things mm-hmm. that, that we get to be a part of. Yeah. I'd love to hear about as we close just yeah. as we as you step back, we've been doing this now thirteen years. Mm-hmm. As you step back just for a second, you don't get to do this very often because you're in the trenches of ministry you're mothering our four children and all those things doing this podcast what do you feel as you reflect back on these last 13 years to think like did you ever think that we would be here no, raising this sort of money having this building when we started just a little little 600 square foot home like no. what's your thoughts on it
0: super grateful humbled so mm-hmm. humbled um, very I feel like I've gotten to just know God at such a, like seeing how he has worked through this has caused me to be like, wow, like this is who he is. He's so much bigger than what I thought. And I think that's the thing that keeps coming up is I have all these small dreams and he just constantly blows them up and does something different and does something better. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've been very humbled. I'm just kind of like, wow, I'm just here along the ride because God, you have a plan and you're taking it somewhere Way greater and better mm-hmm. than what I could ever realize. So that's awesome. Yeah. Any last thoughts from you as we close out? Nope. How have you felt on this journey as you look back? I mean, did you think we would ever?
1: No. Oh, and again, we, we didn't aspire. We don't aspire for large things, really. No,
0: I, that's what I was going to say. I was yeah. I was content when it was just our 12 kids. Yeah, and we, the, I, yeah we, I was content. we thought
1: we would be here 13 years later, maybe just have 12 kids that we're pouring into.
0: And I was content with that to the point where I remember when we were starting to add help, because we needed help, I was, like, nervous about that. Yeah. I was very nervous about the idea of bringing people in and how would that work. Yeah. And so, yeah, I agree. And in
1: some ways, overall, like, I'm kind of it's been woven into the dna of our ministry is we kind of avoid the spotlight
0: yeah
1: we avoid newspaper articles and 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 media stuff yeah and and even as we were going to this building we're like i was looking at dan like, how are we gonna stay under under the radar yes it's like i don't think we're going to be able to anymore there's there's that we don't we didn't think Man, when we start transformation, we just want to grow it and be no. huge and just have a huge platform. No. That's never been like a driving motivator for us. No. In fact, that's been something we've it's kind of been weird. like, I don't want to I don't want to be known like that. Right. Let's just stay in our little lane and do our little stuff. Exactly. But, God's, but God's been like, no, I want you to continue to do more, but not for yourself. Not for your own brand or name, but for this community.
0: Right. And I think the motivating factor is the kids knowing when you know that you're, you have something that can help and benefit kids that you love, like you do want to share it. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, this is working in a way. Like we've seen kids thrive and change and find abundant life that God's talking Mm -hmm. about and find God. And so it's like, I I want to share that. Mm -hmm. For, for that reason. Yeah, absolutely. So. All right. This has been fun. Yeah, we've gone over our time. It's kind of like a little date, though. That oh. was fun. <laughs>
1: No kids right now. just enjoying our coffee. Right. I could talk forever.
0: Just Maybe we'll do a part two episode. Oh, now.
1: man, please do. Thanks for inviting me on your podcast. <laughs> again, you've been a phenomenal host, and I uh, have to appreciate being a part of this.
0: It's been fun. Well, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Um, we are so thankful that you've joined us on this journey. And again, as Corey said, if you know of anyone, that this would be a great podcast to share with someone mm-hmm. as you continue to share the vision of what God's doing here in South Bend.